Welcome back to another episode of Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. I'm Angie, your host. It's that time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Are you ready? Then let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. My name is Angie, I'm an above knee amputee, and if you're a first timer, welcome for the first time. I, a little bit about myself, I am a mom, I am a wife to my high school sweetheart, and I love being outside. I live in Arizona. And I just thought, hey, you know what, let's drop in, see how you all are doing today, and um, I hope you're doing well. What are you doing to keep yourself busy and active now that for most part of the nation, um, we are getting to better, better weather. I know we are facing some wonderful weather right now, almost getting too warm, but um, not where we're going to be in June, July, August here in Arizona. So we will enjoy what we have, but it is definitely short sleeve season and getting outside and finding shade already tops off on the Jeep. That kind of a that kind of an atmosphere right now going on. I wanted to talk to you guys today. It was interesting how this last week has gone, and it kind of, I don't know, felt like it was a much stronger week of this than than normal. Um, one thing as a parent that I have noticed that I've always done is I've always known my kids are watching everything, right? And I've always been a firm believer that they're picking up more than you think they might be picking up. So if your kid starts swearing and he's four years old, he might be hearing it around your house. Likewise, your behaviors, your mannerisms, they pick them up, right? Well, today I would wanted to talk to you about you never know who's watching. We have an opportunity every single day to shine light on something as an amputee and I'm going to speak to my amputee crowd today but you definitely can take this no matter what what's going on in your life okay whether what you're dealing with is more an invisible feel or it's um you know you're you can see like with mine an amputee uh, my amputation you can see my disability, if you want to call it. I never think of myself as disabled. The more you get to know me, you understand that. But I I have realized um, that we have a lot of power on being able to educate the population around us. And they're curious, right? I didn't know anybody that was an amputee before I became one. Now I have a ton of friends. I'm in a lot of communities online. Um, with other amputees, upper and lower amputees, um, bilateral amputees, you name it, above knee, below knee. I'm an above knee. I'm on my left side only. And it was an elected surgery in 2018 after multiple years of um, just horrible surgery after horrible surgery that didn't fix my problem. And 
it just it it just hit me really hard this week. I've been going to the gym for the last three or four weeks. I've really gotten into a grind with that, which has been awesome. Fuels me, loves, makes me feel great. I'm feeling comfortable again in the gym. There's always that that phase that when you've been in the gym for a while, you get to know the people, you get to know the routine, you get to know who does what when, when a good time to go is, when a bad time to go is, you know your machines, et cetera, et cetera. Well, then we changed gyms when we moved up further north in Arizona. And then I had to go through the whole routine again. Plus I hadn't gone, my leg wasn't fitting well for several months. So that's an amputee problem right there that, you know, some days you just don't get to do the things you really want to do because just because I amputated doesn't make my life simple all of a sudden because I got rid of a bad knee. Now I got other issues, right? So going back to, you never know who's watching. What I have noticed is that we have an opportunity to speak to the masses because it's a very visual disability or um, issue. Um, People see it, people watch. It takes a lot of courage um, to go to like a gym and work out and try new things while people watch. I'm a perfectionist, so even as an APT, I wanna know how to do everything the first time. I don't wanna make a mistake, I don't wanna fall, I don't wanna trip, I don't wanna not accomplish my reps, my sets. I don't want to fall, that's for sure, and hurt myself. But I also know and I can see, even with my head down and my AirPods in, I can see people glancing, right? You can just tell. But instead of feeling inferior or like they're judging me, I have taken the route of realizing they're curious and they're wondering what it is that makes like me tick and how I can do what I do, knowing that it must be hard because they're there usually with two legs and two arms and they're struggling. So (laughs) to say the least that at least two times a day, honest to God truth, two times a day at least, someone stops me at the gym or the grocery store or the Walmart or at my baseball games, uh, my son's baseball games, and asks me about my situation. They ask what happened. They ask, ironically, a lot of people go, wow, you know, it looks like it feels great. Does it feel great? (laughs) I'm like, right now, yes, or right now, no. But yes, it does have its days or its moments in a day. Um, So I must be doing something right because the last few days people have said, so does it feel good? Because you look like it feels good. And I'm like, well, that would be, uh, uh, yes, a correct statement at the moment because I've had a great week actually. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm at the mountaintop, you know, for those of you that have been listening, I'm at a mountaintop. I'm feeling good. Things are fitting. I'm at the gym. I'm working out. I'm eating healthy. I'm eating clean. Um, everything seems to be simpatico right now. And I will ride this mountain for as long as I can before the next valley hits because there will be a valley. And, um, and so I've had all these people stopping to talk to me. And it has been so amazing for me. Like, I don't think you understand. Like, as an EPT, we have a couple choices. One, live our life or not live our life, just like the rest of you. 
right? We face our challenges or we shy away from our challenges, just like the rest of you. We can embrace life right now, scowling and hating the world, or we can embrace it, love it, and use it as a way to help and teach others what's happening. Surprisingly enough, of the probably six people that have stopped me since this weekend or since Friday, several of them have amputation on the table as an option. And they're just really, really curious. And I surely do not want to be the person walking around someplace with a scowl on my face, telling people to stay away from me and back off by the way I look or or hold myself, right? I feel that what I have to offer is my journey. That is why I do the podcast, because it would be selfish of me to take what I've gone through and what I've learned through trial and error and hold it to myself so that nobody else can experience it or understand it. That isn't the path that God has taken me on. That is not how my faith works. And I believe that there were people there for me when I was scared and unsure. And it is my turn to pay it forward a thousand times, a million times, whatever it takes. So I've had literally someone at a sportsman store stop me, tell me he was a Vietnam vet. I thanked him for his service. My brother-in-law is a Vietnam vet and they got a bad rap and there's a lot of problems with that. And he showed me his leg and it looks like it's dying. And it was really, really sad. And he's like, I hope you don't mind me asking and stopping you while you're shopping with your husband. But he goes, I think that I'm at this point. And I asked him, I said, is this a vascular issue? And he goes, totally. And I said, you can do it. And I just said, you know what it is? It's all mindset. If you have high expectations that you're going to be healed and everything's going to be just fine, then you need to pull down your expectations because amputation is hard. There's lots of challenges with it. I got rid of a really bad knee and I've become more active But that does not mean that every day is sunshine and roses. As a matter of fact, every day has good, bad, and ugly in it. Every day. So when I first put my leg on in the morning and it doesn't fit great because I beat it up the day before and it's still kind of swollen, I have to get into it and I kind of hobble around for the first five, ten minutes until it starts to um, basically my socket um, expresses out any fluids that have compiled in the bottom of my residual limb and then it feels better and it fits in deeper and then I could be walking around or like I do stuff at the gym with my legs and my socket will change the way it's fitting and I'll be sweating in it and the next thing I know I'm hitting a nerve and then I'm, I'm dealing with some nerve pain you know so uh, you know we go through ups and downs within each day and it's tough it's a tough tough gig, but it is truly fully mindset. It is anybody can do it if you are in the right mind to succeed. My goal after six years of surgeries and gaining 55 pounds was to become active again and love my life. I wanted to be able to be really active with my husband when he eventually retired 
and we we always talked about skiing together when we got older and now that we're out in hiking territory versus illinois where you don't really hike um you know now we want to hike as a couple and do things and be active and 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 just challenge ourselves as we get older i was not going to be able to do that the way i was and so i have now gone through this transition and i am shocked i i, I and i know it happens but I am shocked and pleasantly surprised and happy about how many people are actually watching what I do, but not just staring. They eventually find the courage to come talk to me. And I say come and find the courage because, you know, I'm, I'm plugged in at the gym and I'm very grateful that most people don't interrupt my routine at the gym. They kind of wait till they see me winding down, going to get my water and settling like, like I'm heading out the door. And then they stop and talk to me. A lot of them have their own stories, and that's the key. People that are curious want to know how someone with a missing leg can do what they're doing and do it so fiercely, even though they're, they might be in pain. And I found that a lot of these people have told me that they are in pain. Every day they wake up, they're in pain. And they're just, everyone's looking for inspiration, right? Everybody's looking for the fix. And how do you get past this? How do you get past that? How did you manage that? How do you deal with this day to day? Some people will ask me straight out about pain management. Some people will just tell me that they are inspired. And right there, that is my goal in life is I want to inspire. I do the podcast to help me, but to inspire at least one other person each and every week. If I inspire one, I'm doing my job. If I'm, if I'm opening myself up to the world, that is what my journey was meant to be. And I'm living out my, my purpose here. That is my true belief, my, my faith that leads me to believe that there's a reason for my journey and it isn't to guard it and keep it for myself. So I just wanted to, you know, I, I wasn't going to make this a very long podcast today, to be honest with you. I, I really wanted to just remind you that every day you as an amputee can make a difference in somebody else's life. And I say that because a lot of you know that I use distraction to deal with my own shortcomings and pains throughout a day as, as an amputee. And I kind of, I keep really busy. I, I, I can't stop being busy because if I do, then I think about what might be wrong. And that is a really bad place to be for anybody. But I surely would not want to see any of my amputee buddies dwelling on the negative because it could consume you and it can destroy your progress. It can destroy your heart and your mind. But there is so much more out there. And quite frankly, when I get out and I'm doing stuff and people are, say, I hope you don't mind me asking. And I'm like, no, what's up? I will stop everything in a grocery store. I will, whatever it takes to tell people how I make it through the day, um, give them a piece of my, my faith, what my beliefs are. Uh, most people are very open to that because they realize there's something different about someone who can do hiking or um, like cruise around on a running blade, get onto the gym. You know, I go in right now because I'm doing a rucksack challenge for the month of March for Mission 22. 
raising funds, raising awareness for veteran suicide. And um, I'm on a treadmill at the gym with a 20 pound pack on me. And it's, it's heavy. And it's hard on my leg to walk anyways. But then to put 20 pounds extra weight on me, I'm thinking, how did I even have 50 pounds on me? before. That's crazy. No wonder my knee feels, my other knee feels great now, you know, lose the weight and your knees, your joints are much happier. But um, seriously, if you think that you're not making an impact in the world based on how you carry yourself, and I don't mean this to sound like you better, better poise yourself all the time. You better be on all the time because people are watching. But understand that a lot of times the stares and the looks come from people that are just curious. They're not, you know, we were raised, I was raised in a generation where, you know, kids were mean, right? They made fun of you if you wore glasses or had braces. And we hated when people watched us. You know, I remember hating going when I had a cold at school because I didn't want to have to blow my nose or I didn't want to sneeze. God forbid if I sneezed in class or had a cough that wouldn't stop. I never wanted the attention on me. Now as an amputee, I see the attention. I see little kids looking and I try to smile at them and ask if they think my leg looks cool. And a lot of times the parents will be like, oh, I'm so sorry they were staring. I'm like, no, that's so cool. I want them to understand it. You know, it's not something to shield our kids from, but to tell them it's okay to talk to people. And so I just want you to be aware that you have an impact and a purpose beyond losing your leg. You may have lost it tragically, but that doesn't mean your life's a tragedy. This may just have been a wake-up call for you to be a advocate for others that are struggling. Um, like I said, I've had people come up with vascular issues, possible amputee issues, doctors saying they need it, them deciding they may need it, um, and, and choosing that path themselves like I did. Um, you get people that are just in pain, but it's invisible, like people that I know that are in serious back pain issues. And I'd also like to flip that and say, be careful who you judge when you're out and about, because you don't know anybody's story. And, you know, I would be quick to judge somebody, you know, like, oh, why'd they park there? They should, you know, da, 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 da. I see this person in a wheelchair and they can't even get a parking spot. And yet this person went walking in and, and whatever. And I have learned to stop because I have spoken to so many people that look quote unquote normal and they are in excruciating pain that every step hurts. And if you shop at like a Walmart or a Costco, that's like one of the few places that I will actually make sure I use a handicap parking pass that I have because I know how much miles, miles I'm going to put on in the store because it's so big. And inevitably, I have to go to every single corner of the store um, to get everything I need. So I have definitely learned to see people for what we may not be able to see. And I think it's really interesting because as I look around and see people, I'm very curious about their story. You know, for example, being at the gym, I might see someone that's really struggling. They look really strong, but they're struggling with really minimal weight. And I wonder, I wonder what they're going through. To be there in a public place and not being already like, you know, 
all built up and strong and lifting, you know, 60 pounds, 80 pounds, 100 pounds, whatever. And I think, I bet they have a story. Now, when it's not so visual, you know, you don't want to go up to someone saying, hey, you know, what's your problem? Do you have an issue? Can I talk to you? But they're the ones that actually end up coming to me and saying, so here's what I've got. I've had people come up, uh, a lady yesterday came to me and she has had two broken femurs and is in constant pain. One healed well, the other not so much. And, you know, by the end of talking and she wanted to know my story, she she's like, I have to hug you. You know what? I'm all for a hug. I, you know, I'm, I'm a physical person and... I realized that what she did by asking me made me feel valid and loved and seen in a positive light and someone that can actually speak through action to somebody else that's struggling to show them that, hey, they can do it. And I looked at her and I said, you know what? I know you might be in pain, but you're here. You could be home sulking in that pain and letting life just destroy you. And instead you're rising. And so, you know, I love those kind of stories when people come to me, ask me what's going on, then tell me what's going on with them. And then we kind of just talk it through. And it's awesome. We can speak to others that are struggling. So watch what you do. Put a smile on your face. Um, let people know it's okay to approach you. And no, not every day is going to be that way. Of course, I'm sure there's days when I haven't had anybody come up to me and it's probably those days where I'm hurting so bad. It's evident. I don't want to talk to anybody, but I try very hard to make eye contact. When I notice someone's noticing me, I try to make eye contact and smile. And that usually opens the doors to a new friendship, uh, a new story, a new person to, um, help or inspire. And I want to be an inspiration. I mean, that's a great feeling and it takes me out of my own problems and it lets me just be a positive influence in this world. We need more positive energy, right? We need to feel that no matter what we go through, we're not the only ones going through stuff. We got to remember that, you know, my amputation looks bad, Most people couldn't even fathom having their leg cut off, but my life is so much better than it was the past, you know, six years of surgeries. So I hate when people come to me and I've said this before and they say, I see what you're going through and, you know, mine's nothing like yours, but you know, I had cancer back at this and I'm fine now. And I'm like, uh, I would freak out if I was that, you know, I'm not freaked out by my amputation anymore. I've dealt with it and I'm over that hump, so to speak. And I I don't compare your journey to mine because God made me a certain way to deal with certain issues that he put in my path. And he gave you certain things you have to deal with in your path. And you have certain qualities that are make it, that make it capable for you to tolerate and survive and push forward that maybe I don't have. And he gave me qualities that helped me thrive and rise and move forward that maybe you don't have. You know, my pain tolerance might be different than your pain tolerance. So don't compare, but understand that everyone has their own journey, big or small, is there's there's really no way to scale that. But know that you are being watched 
and not because of what you think. It's not because people think you look funny or weird. Don't be afraid to be out there. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. You'd be very surprised who you can speak to, who you might help. And in return, when you give, you totally get in return. It is an incredible feeling to be able to inspire and feel inspired. Every person I talk to puts a skip in my step after I talk to them. And I love that. You know, call me selfish, but I want to feel that way all the time. So I look for people to talk to. Yesterday, we were at a game way out in Buckeye. And, you know, it's like an hour and 15 minutes from my home. It's out and it's in the hot deserty area. And I was taking pictures on the visitor side. And there was a man sitting there next to me and he hadn't said anything to me at all. And then finally, I just kind of, we had made a conversation about a play that had happened. And he finally looked at me, he goes, I've seen you here before. Okay, you have to understand that we play Buckeye maybe, maybe once a year. And last year we happened to be on their field also instead of vice versa. And he remembered me from last year. Of course, I stick out a little bit more because I'm an amputee and there isn't a ton taking pictures and roaming around a field and and stumbling over gravel and everything. And the next thing you know, we sat and just chit-chatted. He asked me if I was a veteran and I said, no, that's always the big first question. Was I a female veteran? No. And he's like, man, you look like you're getting around, you know, does it feel great? And I'm like, well, today it does. (laughs) Maybe tomorrow it won't, maybe even tonight it won't, but right now, yes. And because I'm taking pictures and talking to you, I'm not thinking about it. I'm thinking about how great life is and how beautiful the weather is and things like that. And so, you know, that just tells you, you can speak to anybody. Like I've been to Buckeye twice and this guy remembered me and decided to make a conversation this year. Didn't talk to me last year, but this year he did. So, you know, I put it out there. I love to end my episodes every time with a call to action. So this week's call to action is really, really simple. Make yourself available. Put a smile on your face. Look approachable. You'd be very surprised on the return you get for what you invest in people. So try it. Get out there. Be kind. Be happy. Um, Understand that there are people that are worse off than you. Honest to God truth. Even in my worst days, I had friends that were going through stuff I would never want to go through. There is always someone in a worse place. There's always someone hurting deeper than you are. Sometimes you just got to suck up the pain, the physical pain of an event or a situation to realize that you are still very blessed and you are so loved but there are some people that don't feel that way and they feel alone and they're scared and they're unsure of life and they need some sort of inspiration. Go out and be that inspiration this week. I beg you, try it. You'd be very surprised. If you're one of those people that's really, really frustrated with your situation right now, take a different approach and see what becomes of your life. I think you will be pleasantly surprised on the joy you get forgiving joy. So I hope you have an amazing week. I hope you smile. 
I hope you find a way to shed inspiration and love and light onto somebody else's life. And until next time, as always, be healthy, be happy, be you.